swings up. We're happy to be back. Well, I'm happy to be back again. Yeah, it's good to have you back, Matt. We missed you last week. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And Jaden, welcome back. I thought today we have had a number of incidences on campus. I think every campus has faced the last couple of years have been tough between COVID and the hurricane here. Um, a lot of people, it seems, and I think it's also both the political um, climate, the social uh, unrest, I would say, uh, the tribalism, the reactionary nature. Uh, you add in uh, the internet trolls and all of that stuff that's going on, um, the world stage and from the war in Ukraine to uh, other places of uh, just a lot of conflict around the world, as well as then a decline among younger adults, especially in terms of spirituality, religious uh, connection, community. They may still be spiritual, but they're not connecting anywhere. I know this is a long setup, guys. Um, what I'm noticing among my students is a lot less hope for their future. I mean, what do you think? Do you think when you get out of college in a couple of years, are you hopeful about what your life is going to look like or, or not? Yeah, I'm really hopeful, I think. Um, when we place our trust in God and we have the trust that he'll lay out a great path for us, so I have hope that something great will happen. Well, and when you mean great, uh, easy, fun? Um, um, just fulfilling. Fulfilling. Like, that I'll be able to do what he wants for me. Yeah, okay. Jaden, how about you? Scared, for sure. Like, yeah. just a little scared because you don't know what the future holds. Right. But I think there's also ability to be scared but also hopeful. Yeah, I the question is, where where do you place your hope? And um, right away, Matt has said his hope is not necessarily in the political system, um, the world system, the economy. Um. Right. Yeah. So placing our hopes in passing events will never satisfy us in the end. Like God, what I've noticed and what I'm sure many other people have noticed, God's the only constant in life. All these other events are passing events. For example, like right now is the... NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, many people will put their hope and trust in these different sports teams. So many people will be watching a hockey game tonight and hoping that their team will win and putting their trust in that. But in 30 years from now, like our team might win or they might lose, but we won't know or we won't remember what <coughs> happens in 30 years from now because it's just a passing event. Yeah. Um, like many theologians have said that like, at the end of your life, when you die, like God will give you whatever you want when you're in heaven. But like, if you think about it, when people are holding on to these passing events and they like the hockey and stuff, like they could watch hockey for all of eternity, but no one would want to do that because that would never satisfy us. <laughs> It'd be kind of boring. I don't know if even people, um, Matt, I just wonder if people even put their hope in these things or it's just a passing a amusement yeah. in order to keep them from not thinking about how they're not that hopeful about the rest of life. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a mixture of both. End all and be all. People have this mentality of a passing event being that end all and be all of their life. Right. Like the world's ending because they didn't get an A on their last exam. Yeah, that's putting their hope in their own uh, academic performance. Um, 
I just see a lot of um, now. Is am I wrong? Then maybe I'm observing it because I'm an old man now. Uh -huh. Okay, but I look at younger people right now, and I think every older generation tends to look at younger people with a little more dismay and disparaging. Yada yada yada. I don't know. I've noticed the opposite. Oh, good, good. Many students seem to be caught up in um, temporary, amusing, exciting fixes. The quick fix. Oh, I'm going to go to this concert. We're going to go out and do this. I'm going to go on a cruise. I'm going to go to an amusement park. I'm going to do this and do that. And they, they, um, they're always looking for something to pick them up and make them feel good. But if you ask them what they're planning on doing with their life, it seems kind of wah wah. Um, just get a job and try to have a good time. That's about the extent. Everything is kind of within a temporary five. Uh, this week, in a year, um, they aren't really thinking about the long. They aren't thinking eternally about things. Um, and I think that's where the hope dries up because man if i look at this world right now it just we'll see we've gone through these periods of time where everything's in turmoil um, but i think in america a lot of people are feeling it what do you guys think i think social media definitely plays a big part in it because like you're we were talking about before the podcast we were talking about the shooting threat that had happened on campus yeah, and yeah. like that gets people obviously upset. that gets people upset and scared but the fact that i wasn't on social media i didn't even know about know this about until a few days after so mm -hmm. when we have social media promoting all these bad events and talking about everything bad going on in the world people by default get mad about what's going on because right. they're not really posting much good right um, just a, a little caveat, we had talked as well just before we started recording. Um, this year's been a very tough year, I think, for uh, students here at the university, and I think it's probably typical. I don't think this university is in worse shape than any other, um, but uh, talking to Counseling and Psychological Services here, or CAPS, um, they've had a long waiting list of people trying to get in for mental health support. Um, they've been able to get through that list pretty well, but they've had 50 different students out of the um, ten, uh, five to eight times more than normal have had to be institutionalized for mental health crises. They've had five uh, suicides among the student body this year, also much higher than normal. We had just this uh, student, I think, who is more or less having a, a mental health crisis break down, cry for help with some of the posts that he made because they were not anonymous at all. Um, uh, but, uh, and they took care of it. I mean, they um, arrested him, found him, arrested him. Um, and uh, I don't know what the future holds for him, but we're having a lot more of these things going on. Um, what do you think is the cause of all of this? Spirituality, the where people are there's a decrease in that and they're looking to the world and they see there's no hope for themselves and also they don't have a place to put their hope in yeah. that's steady yeah and constant like matt said there's only one constant in life actually two one is god and that 
the second one is that life keeps throwing curveballs and changing all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. consider that a constant. Yeah, yeah. So the, God created, I think um, this Sunday I'm going to be speaking on the idea that um, a, a wise person understands God created this world and there are things to align yourself with his creation and goodness, but it's also a broken world and you have to understand not everything always turns out um, just because you do good things. Um, and the wisdom is knowing both of those things and having the nuance to understand situations. But I think there's a naivete about, well, you know, I just want to have a easy, simple life. And I don't know if anybody ever does. You observe students, Matt, right? Mm -hmm. You observe other people. Now, you're around a bunch of people who have faith. Right. But you also get uh, in classes and in other circumstances where they don't necessarily have all those things. What do you see? Do you not see? Uh, or am I just being pessimistic at the end of a semester? Well, so from what I see, like the students who are having these problems and who are not, who are making it difficult, are making it, are doing things that make it more difficult for themselves, for example. Like, you know, we all do have some time, I assume, maybe even if it's just an hour or two, to hang out with other people. Yeah. So if you limit yourself and say, I'm going to lock myself in my room all day and work on this essay for the whole weekend, essays oftentimes don't take all of Saturday and all of Sunday. It might, but people limit themselves. So, oh, so they isolate themselves too much. Yes, yeah, so that's not going to make it easier for them. Like okay. That's only going to create a bigger problem. Yeah. Anything else? I mean, do you see anything a thing like this, Jaden, among other people? Uh, I know in, when I took sociology and psychology in high school, we talked about in Japan there's people that, I forgot the Japanese word for it, but it's like a recluse that they yeah. isolate themselves from the entire world for years. Like years, yeah. Almost some of them start out like our age, me and Matt's wow. age, and don't come out of their rooms ever. Hmm. So I know there's introverts and extroverts, you know, yeah. people that want to talk and some people that want to be by themselves, but we were made to be social creatures as well. well. Yeah, we were made for community. Yeah, so... With God and with others. That's why the disciples, they always preach in multiple people. Right. They never went out by they themselves. They never went out alone. Um, never went out alone. And I think that's the case. Uh, Christianity is not a solo sport. Right. <laughs> not one-on-one -on -one tennis or pickleball, Matt. <laughs> and even then, they're not really solo. You get coaches and support staff and others, you know, and the... Prof I mean, no tennis pro does it all on his own or her right. own. They have a whole The golfer staff. has the caddy. Yeah. Yeah, we always have uh, others around to support and help. Um, the whole idea of you creating your own life on your own is kind of, I don't know where we came up with that. Yeah. But that's definitely a good point about the isolation. A lot of people in other cultures, and even in our culture, like to stay isolated and kind of put things in their own destiny. And that can be... A recipe for failure. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay, so a lot of hopelessness, I think. Um, kind of a cumulative effect as a result of little decisions and things that are done over time that chronically then bring us to a point. So isolation is one, a disconnect from community, um, spirituality, 
faith issues, not having anything outside of the daily uh, routine or just looking uh, for hope in the economics, in um, amusing events that go on. It kind of reminds me a bit, I know this is philosophy, but uh, Charles Taylor wrote a number of books about the secular age that we're in and how now everybody is trying to find meaning and purpose just in the horizontal temporal things and not in the vertical like uh, spiritual more transcendent items in life. He basically says it's kind of like living in a house where all you do is stay on the first story and you occasionally go up into the attic to pull out stuff for Christmas mm-hmm. and for a couple holidays but then you put it away and don't think there's anything up there and so um, I know even in my neighborhood I know families that spend all their time just basically trying to find a vacation and do friend things and go out to eat and you know enjoy this or that and move from one amusement to the next and one thing to the next but not really looking for anything more meaningful than that and uh, for a lot of people, when times are good, the economy's humming, and their job is okay, and they're satisfied, they can live like that for a period of time. But when times get tough, they have no resources. Um, and uh, Charles Taylor talked about how we live in a haunted age. It's like we know there, there's um, things beyond, but we don't even know how to put our hands on them. And I just get a feeling a lot of students, they kind of know, they've talked a little here and there about God, they've talked about uh, purpose and meaning issues, but they don't get much deeper than that. Yeah, like you said, um, when times are going great and you don't have God in your life, like you probably don't even think about God no. at all because things are going so great. My history teacher last year used to say that um, the only time he saw students praying was right before a test. It's like, that can speak to something, though, because when we need something and we need something to rely on, oftentimes we do have that um, greater power, like God, right. in our lives to fall back on. But when things are going great, people often forget that. This kind of fits in with our last talk, Jaden, last week about adversity, adversity and suffering, the fact that um, everybody faces it. But some people seem to shrink away from it and not want to learn anything through it and give up and wa- and avoid it. Um, but there's uh, adversity is a great teacher to teach us what's more important, to make us more dependent on God and others, to learn wisdom, to grow. Um, and I'm just seeing a lot more kind of the avoidance of it all. Yeah, my my government teacher last year, he talked about grit. Yes. And just about going through uh, tough times and keeping at it, although mm-hmm. it might be hard, just keep chipping away at like the stone or whatever right, right. it may be in your path. Right. Um, yeah, there are a lot of studies on grit, resilience, other aspects, and that um, we are not we're not majoring in that anymore. And a lot of students and a lot of people are just like, well, why? And I think what hope comes in parenting could come in why you know, and parenting, but parents have to have a why, yeah, you have to have a why in life, 
why am I doing this? Why am I in school? And if it's just to get a job, that's just not enough. If it's just to make money, that's just not enough. If it's just to have fun, it's not enough. You know, um, why? And, and for me, it comes down to um, human beings were made in the image of God. And we were made for uh, a relationship with others, with God, in such a way that we uh, reflect his goodness. And so then the why comes down to how I get to help other people, how I get to serve other people made in his image, how I get to uh, enjoy and beautify this beautiful world, how I can improve and make a difference in this world. I don't know if a lot of students are looking to make a difference anymore in this world, or they're just like, well, you know, just trying to get by. Your thoughts? Yeah, and it seems like they're just trying to get by, but at the same time, that's kind of what the school system has promoted in a sense. We have a canvas checklist. We have to do all the things by a certain time. Yeah. So we're constantly trying to do those things. and Just to get by. Yeah, so the school doesn't always promote. Yeah, they have a lot of clubs, which can really help with that. Mm-hmm. But the way the school system is set up, it kind of goes against that in a sense. Yeah, it's just a checklist of things to do. Yeah. And you just want to get them done and move on. Jaden. Yes. What are you thinking? Yeah, I did bare minimum in high school, like yeah. my senior year, after COVID, after a bunch of different things. Because where I went to high school, it was probably less than 30 minutes away from Parkland. Mm-hmm. So I know like yeah. those times of the year were very difficult for everyone. Right. And we just tried to get by, not thinking of what happened, not thinking of anything. Just kind of like... People use this word like brain dead. Yeah. Kind of like brain dead zombies just going into a routine and not really trying to change anything of it. And with the randomness of some of that violence and those school shootings and other things, uh, a place that I never thought twice about, high school or grade school, of being a place where maybe I'm going to have to, you know, duck and cover. Um, or um, all of that stuff. Um, it's just amazing um, how you all now, it's kind of routine to just wonder what's going to happen today. It could be something totally unexpected and, and, and bad. Yeah. Um, also, last year, uh, my school, my high school, had two false code reds, like mm. two of them that went off. People were scared out of their minds, and we didn't know what to do because they train you for it, but in the real situation, you don't know what you can do. Right, right. So, Matt, you found an article. Yeah, so Jaden was kind of saying that it was like zombies. In in my English class, we actually had a debate last month on this article from the New York Post. It says, Opinion, Gen Z is made of zombies, less educated, more depressed, and without values. And obviously I argued in favor of what the article was saying because that's talked about everything we've said today. Um, It talks about how we have a lack of religious community Mm -hmm. um, where we don't get values. There's more depression, as you said, based on the school statistics. And then we're less educated, but we're like zombies just going through the motions, trying to do it, trying to complete the checklist. Yeah. 
You want to add to that, Jaden? Yeah, we don't retain the information. We just we look at it, memorize it for like the test, then regurgitate it yep. onto that paper yep. or onto the paper we're writing or the presentation, and then we're done. Yeah. Now, y'all, anybody listening might be going like, wow, this is depressing, this generate. But we're not really trying to describe or make it worse than it is. We're just trying to describe reality for people right now. And I get it. I mean, I'm tired after years of COVID. I got, I, when the hurricane was coming and then all of a sudden it was going to hit us, I just, uh, that was when I just cried. It was like, Lord, please, no. How can we go through this again? We had one five years ago. So two hurricanes and COVID down here, plus then all of the divisiveness in our society, all of the tribalism, all of the just conflict, and then um, and then wondering about the how um, how is the economic future going to look for me when I get out of school? Am I going to be able to afford a house with the way prices are going in an area like this? What's going on in the world where we've got uh, rogue countries like Russia just going in and invading another country, Ukraine, and then uh, lying about why and all that stuff, right? And I get why so many, if but for the nevertheless, I have a God who promises and a God who gives hope and a God who has done something about all of this so that ultimately these things are not going to win out. If I didn't have that, man, I don't know how I would be feeling right now. No, me neither. I mean, none of us would know each other. Yeah, probably yeah. not. I would right? probably be on my bed, like, just laying down, like, oh, guess it's another day not doing anything. Pretty right. much. There's nothing to look forward to other than death for some people, you know? Like, you live and you die. Right. And I get the feeling like, um, and I think professors, you know, in a public university, it's like we can't give people, we can do it ourselves and kind of try to model what life can be like, but I can't tell people directly in class, look, I think this is the issue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you just have to kind of hope that they find it. Um, I think there's kind of a, we all know we're dealing with more issues than ever before. We all know some of the causes from um, anti-social media to um, uh, kind of a trying to find hope in things that can't give it, you know, trying to find ultimate hope in penultimate things. uh, eternal hope and temporal events that's not going to work um, maybe maybe all of this is just setting us up for a real spiritual renewal or revival in, in our culture and that would be awesome to see I think something's going to have to give yeah we'll see I hope mm-hmm. okay you guys want to summarize anything or this was kind of a meandering conversation but um, I think there's some good in it. Yeah, for sure. Um, we definitely addressed the problems that we see and what might, what, what is definitely leading to all this depression, the suicides. So we hope people listening have God in their lives so that they can have hope because things in this life, yeah, the economy might get better in a few years, and yeah, it might be 
good and bad at some point, but nothing's ever constant except for God. So no one will ever be satisfied if they don't have God in their life. No, and that goes all the way back, I mean, to Augustine in the 400s. You know, my soul is restless until it finds its rest in thee, O Lord. You know, God is the only one who's going to truly satisfy. Um, Otherwise, you're just going to be running from one thing to the next. Yeah. Jaden, what about you? Yeah, just like how we can't put our hope in just the world or politics or have our lives revolving around it because once your life revolves around something that isn't constant you're going to get let down yeah it's a real roller coaster yeah even when we look at our parents when we're younger yeah we think they're like the ultimate yeah the ultimate person like perfect in our eyes well you need them to be Yeah. yeah you need you need to feel like you're going to be safe and cared for and some people have that and we're thankful when that happens and others don't necessarily have Mm -hmm. that um, the predictability of parents and the faithfulness of parents to their children is not always there yeah so then we need something that's constant because life just is a roller coaster right so that's where God comes in and having faith Right. And it's not to say, just to let people know, oh, just add God into your life and everything's going to be good. No, actually, you're going to face just as many trials and struggles, but you've got something more. You've got somebody who's with you. You've got a Savior who loves you and understands and has felt it and experienced all of this world, did not shy away from it. You know, those things are really important. So... Cool. All right. Yeah, maybe we call this the depressing issue. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's definitely sad. But Most a hopeful depression. one, too. Hopeful. Hope in a hopeless uh, world. Yeah. 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 I think that's maybe the best way to understand it. We've got hope. I think that is going to be there no matter what. Even if things look hopeless, we've still got it. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, y'all. Wings up. We'll see you next week. Uh, Yeah, it was good to be back this week for sure. Yeah, see you next week. Bye-bye.